Hello and welcome to the PHNX D-backs podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia, occasionally known as your mayor of PHNX uh, and, and, and also the mayor of baseball. Yeah, I'm just expanding it. Wow. To encompass <laughs> all of baseball. Jesse, you know what that means, though? That means you are the vice mayor of baseball. Also, That's true. That's my co host. It's the one and only Thunderstick Jesse Friedman. As long as you promote me along with yourself with all of these lofty titles, then I guess I can deal with that. Here's the thing we have been doing this now for just over two months, Jesse, and I don't plan on doing anything without you. I intend to keep you <laughs> at my side firmly. Uh, for for the rest of my, of time, much like this iPhone 13 that I got, that I told you I got the terabyte. Wow, one. I'm on the iPhone 13. It's level Jesse in your life. When I die, <laughs> it's gonna be Jesse in one hand <laughs> and this iPhone 13 in the other. But this yeah, show, I guess your your you wife and kid probably fit somewhere. Yeah, in there. Whatever, <laughs> uh, they're all right. They're all right, but uh, they definitely don't back me up with stats the way that you do, my friend. Ah, uh, uh, ah, that's what I'm here for. That's right. This podcast is brought to you by the fine folks over at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use our code of PHNX and simply for betting $1 on any NFL team or NBA team to score points of any kind, you will get $100 in free bets from the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Go do it now. Obviously, this is for new customers only, but uh, if you haven't signed up yet, go do it and bet some money on the Coyotes to lose. Uh, that's my first piece of advice to all new gamblers. Jesse, I am sunburned. I am dehydrated, but I have been <laughs> having the time of my life out at the Arizona Fall League. Uh, obviously, uh, been watching the Salt River Rafters, the team that the Arizona Diamondbacks prospects are a part of, unfortunately, just uh, get get bashed game after game lately but you know what <laughs> it's because the D-backs prospects are the only ones that belong right i mean they're the there only ones go. doing anything good there it's, you just, go. it's all the other teams that just can't pull their weight <laughs> i'll tell you when i uh when i saddled up and started recording buddy kennedy the other day and he hit a home run uh it was uh immediately that was a very cool moment you know yeah, uh, yeah speaking of buddy kennedy i got the chance to talk to him on on field today and just really? a great guy just a great guy uh our friend Patrick Lyons immediately made a connection with him because they're both they're both Jersey boys, uh, but uh, yeah, just real cool uh, individual, and I'm excited for his future. He had an interesting story that um, one of the uh, top prospects, a guy that was drafted by the uh, Minnesota Chase, Twins, Chase, Chase Petty. Petty, yeah, uh, he, apparently he called him up because. He kind of wanted to pick his brain about like what's next now that Wait, I've been who, drafted. Who called who up? Uh, so Chase Petty called up uh, oh, okay. uh, uh, Kennedy got and it, wanted it. to kind of pick his brain about, uh, or I guess get some advice on what to do next or what to do now. Petty's only eighteen years old, I think. He was correct right out of high school. Correct, so, and yeah. but Buddy Buddy also got drafted right out of high school, went right into the Diamondbacks organization. It's it it was an interesting thought to me though, because here you are a high school kid. Obviously, if you're at a high enough level to get drafted in the first round, like like Petty did, he was drafted 26th overall by the Minnesota Twins. You have, you know, you're you, you've been working towards this. You're you know you're you've probably been playing not only in high school but in like travel ball leagues and you know 
all sorts of baseball your entire life. Now here you are, you're at this moment where you're drafted and your dreams have come true, but you have no more school that's that's kind of giving you a schedule or something to get right, up in the morning right. for and go do, right? You have no, you know, like, yes, you have these set practices, you have set workouts, you have all of this stuff that's that the team sets up and tells you exactly when and where to be. You just also have all of this downtime in between. And sometimes you just don't know what to do with yourself, right? You know, do, do you get extra workouts in? Is that allowed? Should you not be considering that they have you on a certain schedule? You know, should you be resting, icing, you know, doing anything to just make sure that your body is, is ready, you know, and it's just the thought of you being just out of high school. I had no fucking clue what I was going to do with my life right out of high school. I didn't yeah. know if I was going to go into college. I didn't know if I was going to get a job. I, I I, was so completely lost at that point. I had tremendous grades coming out of high school. I just I, I kind of had a lot of wishy-washy advice from the people that I considered to be mentors in my life at the time. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. when you when you have people that didn't make great decisions themselves, they tend to give you bad advice sometimes advice that's more complementary to their story to the way their life went rather than telling you the right thing right mm. it's sometimes hard to tell your friend like no don't stick around with me at this job we work <laughs> at go better your life get the hell out of here right you, so you needed a vice mayor back then too i that's why that. i've learned very quickly not to let you slip out of my life <laughs> not only are you there to uh correct me all the time but right, you're also there right. to back me up and people people need both you need both right so um but i mean just to think once again about being a high school kid that's been drafted by an mlb team you're part of this system you know there's all of this excitement however as you know the system is long and arduous. It's a, it's a tough road. And yeah. when you're starting down it, you might be excited about the concept or the prospect of joining a baseball team uh, at a major league level. But that is so far away from you at that point when you get drafted that, uh, you know, you, you kind of have to reset your expectations and, you know, kind of slow down those, I guess, those expectations, like lower them just a bit and, start yeah. to set, you know, more reachable goals in shorter time periods so that you can move from one level up to the next. Mm. Yeah, no, it's so true that there is just, uh, people don't realize the bizarre life circumstances that the game of baseball and really all professional sports puts, you know, these high school kids into, right? This is even more so the case in other sports, like especially the NBA, where now it's very normal for guys to get drafted out of, uh, I mean, generally, you don't really play more than one year of college at this point. Uh, NBA draftees are pretty much all, uh, you know, uh, taken right after their freshman year. And, uh, and it's a similar story in baseball, right, where uh, these guys start their pro career at a very, very young age. And in baseball, it's more common for guys to maybe play a little bit in college, maybe a little bit more so than other sports, but it's still crazy. Like I'm, I'm guessing for most of our listeners, like if you picture yourself, you know, back when you were 18 years old, you probably didn't have the level of maturity that would have been needed in <laughs> order to like, in order to do much of anything. I mean, when you're 18 years old, I mean, you're still figuring out a whole lot of things about your life, much less, you know, uh, trying to be a professional athlete who conducts themselves professionally who puts in the work 
Um, and yeah, you're absolutely right. There is no well-defined routine uh, for a guy taken, you know, out of high school thrust directly into professional sports. They really have to find their own way. And, and I'm not surprised in any way that, you know, Buddy Kennedy now is a guy who was in that position is now a resource for, for some of the younger players in the game who are like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I'm really good at baseball and that's why I'm in this position. But in baseball, you've got a long ways to go from when you're drafted to when you're actually, you know, living your dream playing on the major league stage. So uh, good luck to Chase Petty. And I'm, I'm glad he has someone like Buddy Kennedy in his life to, you know, help him along the way here early on. Here's the thing for me. I found myself relating to what he was saying. His advice to Petty was to um, get into a routine, you know, yeah. create a routine for yourself. No matter what it is, <clears throat> get into that routine. Find a way for you to, you know, get some exercise in. Find some time for yourself, you know. He he said that, you know, when he was lost a bit himself, he found himself playing uh, a lot of video games, which, oh, my God, that would have totally been my free time, <laughs> uh, you know, killer, right? Like, I mean, especially with the the quality of games. I mean, if you, if you find yourself playing MLB The Show, you know this for a fact. That game is a high-level baseball simulator, and you can actually learn a thing or two you by can. playing MLB The Show. You, you right? can. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, it, it, the, the schedule thing, though, I found to be so true. I related to this so much with this job. I, work for, I worked for a bank for 17 years. Much mm -hmm. like being in school or anything else, I, for 17 years, knew where I was going when I got up in the morning, I knew how long I was going to be there. I knew when lunch was. I knew what was expected of me. This right. job is such an incredible opportunity. I love this company. I love working here. I'm not just saying that because right now I'm being recorded. I know I'm being recorded. <laughs> My bosses don't listen to this. They're not a fan of one of the hosts of this show. And I'll let you guess which one that is. Uh, Jesse <laughs> might lose some sleep, but I guarantee you it's not him. Anyway, uh... I will say that, you know, again, doing this, you know, having this opportunity, being a part of this is difficult because of the transition that I had from having some place to go, having something to do, trying to find time to be a sports reporter, trying to find time to catch up on baseball news and watch games and all of that stuff versus, you know, now I have all of this time and it's a matter of organizing everything, organizing the thoughts for the show, articles, interviews i mean sometimes with interviews you have to put them so down so far down the line that uh it's almost like saturday night live where you need to have those yeah those cards yeah, we had, with we had to book patrick like at least two months in advance right oh yeah patrick <laughs> it's crazy he has his an agent you can't even involved. you can't even go directly to him you have to go through his agent and his he agent's time the and... shit out of us it was incredible <laughs> i couldn't believe it like i was you know, I was casually like, hey, and he, you know, he gave me one of those, ah, man, I hate to make you do this, but you know, <laughs> uh, there's, there is a process for this. And I was like a process. And yeah, that's when, again, as Jesse just said, he told us about the agents and the stylists and <laughs> everybody that you have to go through, uh, you have to sign NDAs, which I thought was excessive, <laughs> but I mean, it's a podcast. Everybody's yeah. going to listen oh, to it, right? So, uh, it's, I'll tell you, it's madness. And it's not just madness. His situation with getting him on this podcast isn't just madness. Uh, this whole uh, thing isn't just madness with uh, coming up to the major leagues. But it's it's free agent madness right now, Jesse. 
despite mm. the fact that we 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 very very likely going to have a lockout and at least uh, some sort of stoppage in baseball activity until a d- new deal gets worked out. Yeah, people are going crazy with the baseball rumors. I've already seen Carlos Correa tied to like five teams. Uh, <laughs> the big the big wave today is that he's going to the Yankees. Cashman mm. made some comments about how essentially they were all in. I would think that the Yankees would learn from this, but nope, they're just going to keep spending their way out of it, right? Did, That's he, say, the way did he say all in on Correa or just all in on a big name shortstop free agent? I feel like you're making me have to go back and read Twitter news. Uh, okay, all right. Probably all right. didn't have very <laughs> much validity to it. Uh, it's there's you know there's these quotes there are these things that happen it's kind of like the sure. the the news today uh, about the Diamondbacks being in the market for a third baseman and what relief pitching like yeah yes first of all we know that that's no yeah. surprise. <laughs> we didn't need and, we didn't need Amiel Sade to give an interview and tell us that the Diamondbacks needed right. help at third base and in the right. bullpen but, but I mean did, it's still for what it's worth it, it's interesting it's, I guess it's information it's information because he said uh, apparently something like the snakes are never like out of it or whatever or complete because right. basically the the idea right now is that they're going to tank again next season and well they're not gonna tank tank they're just not going to like purposeful tanking is not something you can do in baseball jesse right so obviously right. that's not what i mean but the idea here is that they're let me put it a different way that they're not going to be competitive in 2022 well i i don't think there are that many teams that are and i saw someone tweeting about this there were a few people uh tweeting about this today uh i don't remember the exact names but reputable people and they were like basically there's 17 teams that seems to be the magic number there are 17 teams that are trying to compete in 2022 and the other 13 and I didn't look at any list that they made, but oh, I can know. bet the Diamondbacks you know. are among the 13. Jesse, I'll bet you $50 not. from my DraftKings Sportsbook app right now <laughs> that the Diamondbacks are not one of the 17. They are not one of the 17. No, uh, absolutely. But, I mean, Amiel Sade isn't going to give an interview and, and and say otherwise, right? Like, he's not going to say, yeah, we're, you know, we're packing well, it in. We're not, we're not really trying to contend next year. Um, so he said some things that you would expect him to say. He said, I don't think we ever wave the white flag and say, well, we're giving up on 2022. Right. Of, of course, that's that's sort of something he, that he kind of has to say. And and in some ways, I buy it like the Diamondbacks are going to try to improve. They are going to try to get a third baseman. They are going to try to get some bullpen help. I think they realize that what they've done the last few years with their bullpen hasn't really done a whole lot. And maybe they go back and, and essentially try the same strategy and, you know, try to get some guys who are past their primes and, you know, in their 30s, but maybe have something left in the tank. That's probably what they're going to do when it comes down to the bullpen at the end of the day. But they're, they're going to go out and make some moves. And, and so there, there's some validity to what Amil Sade is saying here. That's exactly what I feel. It's not going to be any of these top free agents that are going to cost them a bunch of money at this point because now is not the time to pull that trigger on that. One thing I've realized watching the World Series and the playoffs this year is not not only do those big moves not really necessarily transfer over to being good in the playoffs and all of that, right? Like that's one of the reasons why some of these teams, despite calling them bigger small markets – don't make those big moves. It's because their philosophy is that 
why pay a guy, you know, this amount when we have another guy that hits this guy and we have a good coach that can coach this guy up and make him better. And I mean, it's again, the, the Goldschmidt Walker situation. If I can pay Christian Walker $500,000 versus paying Paul Goldschmidt 20 plus million dollars a year. And they're going to hit like they did at least for that one season. 15, yeah. Well, things changed 15, last year, Derek. But, but. <laughs> things changed last year, but like that, you know, the, the the one season that we had hope about it, right? Yeah, is that for a while they, it looked brilliant. They were like yeah. ten to fifteen batting average points off, and a few, you know, handful of home runs. As far as that goes, it's worth saving the money, right? right. The difference with Goldschmidt is he is an elite player. He is the kind of player that you pay the money. You pay the money because you got him on a cheap contract. And the Diamondbacks owed him that money. The Diamondbacks owed him a big contract because in retrospect, he kind of got screwed on the big contract that they should have already given him, right? The Diamondbacks should have held on to him simply because he is not just a, a good baseball player. He's a great baseball player that has proven to do it consistently over an extended period of time. Baseball players come and go all the time, you know? Uh, certain guys on this team that are no longer on this team or were on this team hung their hat on one good season, like Jake Lamb and others who really had one really great season and never lived back up to that same level. Well, well Jake Lamb really had like two good half seasons. He was always great in the first half okay. and not that great was... in the second half. But you're right. If you if we put them together, that's it the makes, two it seasons I'm talking. That's yeah. it. That's that's the one season. <laughs> yeah. Those two seasons. Together. Right. Right. Uh, but who knows? We're we're gonna get crazy and we're gonna talk uh just insane free agency wishes uh coming up here shortly but before we do that i just want to remind everybody of our DraftKings offer DraftKings sportsbook app is the official sportsbook app of both the nba and the nfl and here's the thing i went ahead and researched it and there has not really been a zero zero tie in the history of the nba so with their offer of betting at least on one team to score at least one point, you're pretty good. I did find in 2015 a boys' high school basketball game <laughs> between Bibb County and Brookwood in Alabama that ended in a 2 nothing score and has been deemed the most boring basketball game of all time. Here's the thing. If you would have bet money on Bibb County to score points in that game, you still would have won. You still would have won the $100 in free bets. So uh, go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, uh, use our code of PHNX, and get that money. Then take that, because it's going to be free bets. I don't want you to be upset. It's not going to be $100 in in money. It's $100 in free bets. You can turn around, you take those free bets, you place them on other sure things like the Coyotes losing once again, and you get your money actually back. You'll double that that the free bet money and the real money. You get all the money. All the money's yours. Uh, but again, DraftKings Sportsbook customers uh, can get in the game with same game parlays. I'm Mr. Parlay. Uh, not nearly as cool as Patrick's nickname of Big Papa Parlay, which now <laughs> I, I can't even sleep at night thinking of that. <laughs> 
I left that one completely on the table. Uh, but again, combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. You could do that in NFL, NBA, whatever sport you want. You don't even have to do the same game parlay. Like I said, blowing Jesse's mind. You can even make parlay bets across the sports. You do it all with the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Remember, it's safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Our code, again, is PHNX. You bet on either team to score, and you will win 100 points if they score, and that's NBA or NFL. 21 and over only, Arizona only, gambling problem, dial 1-800-NEXT-STEP, new customers only, eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Jesse, I want to get insane. I want to get crazy. Oh, man. We know the Diamondbacks aren't going to make any big moves, right? We've had this question a whole bunch. And I know we're going to get around to more reasonable selections, probably guys that people don't really want to hear. Guys that, uh, again, though, are, like you said, uh, veterans, people that they're going to bring in that they feel probably can uh, maybe help out uh, with the teaching of, of the younger players as well as contribute to the team. I, I know when we spoke to Jeff Bannister, he was very high on that. I know that's been a big part of his philosophy in the past. I wouldn't be surprised to see them do that. I feel like that was somewhat of their intent this season as well with the names that they picked up. With that being said, I, I want to throw all of that out the window. And I want us to just pick which free agents we would get if the Diamondbacks were just spending all the money. <laughs> if they were just spending all the money. If the so I'm not allowed to be realistic? Is that what you're telling me? Well, you you can be as realistic as you want to be. Here okay. is the only parameter for this selection. And we are not picking teams. We're just throwing some names out there that if it was up to us, if the Arizona Diamondbacks wanted to really just spend money. Now, keep in mind, Arizona is in the bottom like 25, I believe, in salaries in the league. They easily could spend a lot more money. But for reasons that we've discussed at length on this podcast, don't necessarily have the same income that the West Coast, you know, California teams do with their think, merchandise and their full stadiums and all of the great stuff they got going on. I think they're probably a little lower than than the. <laughs> you said they're they're the lowest twenty five. They're in the bottom. Oh, I meant I meant I, I'm you sorry. Mean like like like, like bottom five. Like bottom five. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. They're like. I'm they're like, like, yeah, you're you're probably right. They're not in the top five. Bottom, in spending, bottom but... ten. <laughs> bottom ten, I believe, or bottom bottom five, one or the other, but. I mean, I think they spent eighty, sure. you know, eighty million dollars last year, which is crazy considering we know how much of that is Madison Bumgarner's contract. So yeah, uh, yeah, you know, let's just let's just uh, go shopping with Ken Kendrick's money for a little bit okay. and see who we would select. I'm gonna go ahead and let you go first. Ooh, okay, all right. Um, okay, I feel like I mean, there's no way this is gonna happen, people. But if you could do it all over again. Don't you wish you could see our man Robbie Ray? One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Arizona. That was my number one pick, Jesse. That was well, my you number. Keep, you keep letting me go first pick. in these things. No, so. I am no, I'm I'm so one hundred percent on board with this. Go ahead. Although personally, I would I would take Daniel Descalso if I really wanted to spend big. Shut my stupid, <laughs> stupid, terrible team selecting mouth. Oh man! Uh, listen to yesterday's show if you don't understand the insight. There. It, was, it was quite funny. Um, but yeah, no, I mean Robbie Ray is is a Cy Young finalist, and obviously this was this was kind of the 
uh, th this was kind of the nightmare that, that we all envisioned that at some point the Diamondbacks might move on from Robbie Ray for good reason. You just couldn't really figure things out here. He had a, a lot of trouble putting things together. His command was, was uh, as big of a mess as ever when he left. And of course he goes to Toronto and, uh, you know, as a, as a Cy Young candidate finalist and led all hey, of the let, hey, let me, strikeouts. And let's do this. Let, let me do this. 2.84 ERA. 2.84. 11.54 strikeouts per nine. Oh. And here's the most baffling one. I The 209 opponent batting average, that's infuriating. The six, Jesse, 6.9% walk rate. Oh, my gosh. This 6.9% walk rate. That's not um, just like, like that's not average. Like Robbie Ray didn't just figure out how to become average with his command, which would have been extraordinary in itself. He figured out how to become like borderline elite with his command. That is essentially what happened. And yeah, I mean, you're gonna have to pay him a lot of money now, Derek. I mean, he's probably going to get, looks like MLB trade rumors hasn't pegged for five years, 130 million, oh uh, which God. is interesting. That's actually... I believe that is exactly the contract that Paul Colchmitt signed with the Cardinals. Um, <laughs> those, are, those, are the num those are the numbers of pain uh, here uh, in Arizona. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, you're probably looking at about 20, 25 million a year uh, on a five-year deal for Robbie Ray, who's now 30 years old. Um, but I mean, it's hard. It's hard to argue with those numbers. I mean, he's he's a little bit more volatile than than some of the other uh, some of the other guys on the market, but. Uh, there aren't quite that many. There's not as many uh, uh, star starting pitchers as there are shortstops on the market this year. So Robbie Ray is going to get big money and and deservedly so after what he did this season. I am torn because I feel like spending a little bit of this money on uh, on on an outfielder. Okay. And I have a couple of different ways that i want to go i feel like it would just be fantastic to have nick castellanos here okay okay I say that for i don't two, hate it two reasons obviously this keeps him with his hitting coach joe mather who oh. was a big part of the reason why the reds turned their batting average and their offensive numbers around so much in 2021 right but here's where I go with this. And I, I, I'm not even saying this really in a joking way. I kind of mean this from deep down inside. Uh, how big would it be to have somebody that's already bought into what Mather is doing and had success doing it come over to this team and lead the way for the younger guys, for the other yeah. people on this team? I, I think everybody on this team, for the most part, can completely agree that, you know, they – did not have a good season. I think everybody on the Diamondbacks should be completely open to buying in to anything that Joe Mather wants to do, right? Just to have that person there, though, telling you why it worked, telling you what he saw on the Reds, and also contributing, you know, the way he did. Uh, you know, he, he had a, a over 300 batting average, uh, career best 939 OPS, and, you know, yeah, frankly – the big thing about it is the Diamondbacks do not have any home run hitters. They need mm. somebody like that. They need to open up the damn roof and those panels, even in the middle of July, and let someone like Nick Castellanos rip the cover off the ball at Chase Field. Mm. 
Yeah, that's a that's a good one. Uh, Castellanos is really there aren't that many outfielders on the market. I guess Chris Bryant, you could consider an outfielder uh, potentially. He certainly can play out there. But other than him, Castellanos is probably the the truest outfielder uh, of the bunch. So uh, here's my concern. Yeah, is I think both of these guys are going to want a minimum of three years. Talking about Castellanos and and Chris Bryant. Chris no, Bryant is gonna, another. They're going to want five years, probably. That's what they want, but like, there's a good chance they'll probably get, let's say, between three and five years. I still feel like Castellanos has potential in them, where I think that Chris Bryant is might be peaking, or might have already peaked, might already be at the apex of his career. I think sure. that's the big difference for uh, that, as far as free agency commitment goes. I think Castellanos would be uh, a bigger guy to build the team around and be a part of part of the team. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm age discriminating there. I feel like, but it is what it is. Look, I don't, people I don't age know discriminate if... against me every year. So, or every day, <laughs> every year, every day, every day of my life, Jesse's always talking to me about what movies he hasn't seen. It's awful. That's, that's very fair. That does All right. Happen. Who else? Uh, you got? All right. Well, I'm going back to the fountain of pain and bringing mm. back Max Scherzer into a Diamondback. <laughs> <laughs> you know how oh, happy man. that would make people? Do you know how happy that would make people? Okay, It would, but Max Here, Scherzer here's... is also very close to 40 years old. He is 37, so uh, you you know you got to recognize that when you bring him on. But, I mean, th- this last year, I mean, he's also among the uh, Cy Young finalists for a very good reason. I mean, he was he was insane this year after he went – uh, to LA to pitch for the Dodgers. So, um, but that, that would just be so satisfying. Just Max Scherzer. Not only is he, you know, coming over from the Dodgers uh, theoretically, but also he, he could finish his career in the same place where it all started. And it would only cost about $40 million a year to make it happen. So, <laughs> Oh man! See, I here's here. This is like that uh, Twitter meme. It's like step one: how to how to rebound the franchise. Step one: bring back Max Scherzer. There step go. two: go back to the purple pinstripes. Yeah, and and teal, purple and teal. And step three: profit, just profit all day long. Just take the <laughs> piles of money that people leave on your doorstep and stick it in your pockets. Look at the Coyotes, Arizona Diamondbacks. People hated that goddamn Kachina jersey more than they hated most things that were new and different when it came to sports in this town. Yeah. And as much as I remember people wanting the Cardinals so badly to change their name and their logo, they still fucking have it after all this time. And they just refuse to do anything about it. As a matter of fact, they're like, you don't like the logo? Good. We're keeping it forever, and we're only going to change it <laughs> slightly year after year. They did add the teal back in. Like, they clearly are aware that people miss that. And they've done Throwback Thursdays. They did that for a while. But I'm, I'm but with why? you. I'm with you. But why? Yeah. Why? Just do it. Just do it. Just go back to it. Fully commit to it. Bring back the cool black jersey with the you know that was uh, a cool jersey the, on the the trim that was yeah. like you know arizona you know type design uh you know very native american very cool just uh bring all that back bring back max scherzer and just profit and bring back you know i don't know 
bring back Robbie Ray. Bring back Robbie Ray, Max Scherzer. Let's have a big reunion here. Yeah, bring back Goldie. In, in, in the trade, old, trade for yeah, Goldie. you'll trade. Uh, <laughs> I'll trade everything for Goldie. I'll trade um, <laughs> Mike Hazen. <laughs> oh my gosh. Baxter. And um, I don't know, a player to be named later. Uh, Gadzooks. <laughs> I'll trade them Gadzooks. They can have Gadzooks. All right. So I would definitely still want to concentrate on pitching because I still feel like the Arizona Diamondbacks need that. Okay. And as much as I would like to be reasonable and go with someone that I feel like would be. I don't know, a little less money. Uh, I like Marcus Stroman so much that I just want to say Stroman. Okay. I want to say Stroman. Okay. Um, I, I uh, by, by the way, uh, a step back to Max Scherzer, by the way. Uh, for don't, don't you think he would love to do that just for competitive balance reasons? He's such a fan of trying to put things back in the balance for the league. Just well, come on if, over. He, if he was just such a fan of competitive over. balance, I just don't know why he a, went to the Dodgers, but uh, <laughs> I guess uh, he didn't have a whole lot of didn't have much of a choice in that one yeah yeah all right go ahead all right um okay i'm i'm gonna go a little a little more realistic here for our for our fifth free agent so this is a guy i i don't think it really is that realistic i don't think the diamondbacks really have enough of a need to justify this but he's a guy who's not unreasonably far out of their price range it actually could could theoretically happen from that standpoint and this is a not a not a household name. So if you don't even know who I'm talking about, I'll, I'll explain. I love Mark Kanha from the Oakland athletics, Mark okay. Kanha from the Oakland yeah. athletics. Okay. He, I think I said that wrong initially. Mark yeah. Kanha, I believe Kanha. is his name. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know. You might have to go back and edit that out, Derek. Let's pretend nope. that didn't happen. Nope. My, my you, record oh. is flawless. Oh, you don't make any mistakes. <laughs> oh, oh, it's only right. Derek that can't say names. Right, Let's... right. Yeah, we have to edit it out when I make a mistake, but if you make <laughs> one, we just we just leave it there. No, Mark Kanha from the uh from the Oakland Athletics. Uh this is a guy who uh is not necessarily, like I said, not a household name, especially because he he played for the Oakland Athletics for so long. Uh, certainly not a not a big market team by any means. Uh, but this is a guy who, over the last three seasons, has an on base percentage in the three seventies. Very like nobody really knows about Mark Canha. And this last year was was uh, not quite as good of a season for him. Uh, but he still has continued to be a very productive player. Obviously, playing half of his games in Oakland. Um, he is not going to benefit from the hitting environment or lack thereof in Oakland. So I think you, you know, you bring him to more of a neutral sort of uh, stadium like Chase Field now is after the humidor. And, uh, and I think you could really see his numbers tick up. I don't know if the Diamondbacks have enough of a need in a quarter outfield spot right now to want to spend money on a guy like Canna. Um, but he is, he is someone that I love Derek just because he's not going to totally break the bank. Like he's not going to ask for Nick Castellanos type money. And yet he also low key gets on base about as much as any outfielder, any corner outfielder in baseball. So that's, that's a more, uh, a little bit of a touch of realism, if you will, for our, for our crazy free agent frenzy here. Sure. No, I completely understand that. And that's, I like that because I don't know what the Arizona Diamondbacks are going to do as far as their corner outfield spot. Um, my last spot was actually bringing back a, a, yet another player in Starling Marte. Um, <laughs> I, 
I don't. I, I'm We're really going. just so sad that all these players have left. We we just want we just want all of the old. I want them to home <laughs> to go out because I want. I mean, let's be honest. Do we not also want Eduardo Escobar back? We want them all back. There's give there... us all of our guys back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. People are kind of mad, right? That the Diamondbacks moved on so fast from some of these guys, and Marte isn't one of those guys that you'd be bringing back. Uh, much like. Uh, Robbie Ray, it's not going to be cheap. You're going to pay more than you would have paid just to probably keep him around. But I mean, he hit uh, 317, 359, 466 with 23 stolen bases and 34 runs scored in just 52 games with the Oakland A's. Wow. That's just in 52 games. He basically stole a base every other game. Well, he was playing next to Mark Canha. So, I mean, that right. that explains it right there, Derek. Right. And, I mean, these are two guys, honestly, like, target both of them. Bring them both over. I'm big on, you know, trying to latch on to something that was successful elsewhere and spread it, right? Uh, especially with how humble uh, Mather was about his in- involvement with the improvements of this team. I mean, come on. Yeah, the team bought in and blah, 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 blah. But obviously, you as a hitting coach had a big impact to turn the entire team around. We're not talking about, hey, two guys had a much better year than they had last year and it impacted our overall numbers. No, that entire team was hitting. And, you know, they, they, they made stars out of guys. Unfortunately, sometimes that results in losing them once free agency comes around. Like they're they're going to do with Castellanos, uh, just I, I'm I'm very big on you know looking into what has been working elsewhere and trying to bring it here. Right now, I think the Arizona Diamondbacks' biggest thing they need to address though is uh, their their relief pitching, and I don't even yeah. know where to go with that in free agency. I really don't. I think yeah. there's a lot that that they could do with their guys that they currently have on the team. I know there's a lot of guys that they want to move around i know there's some guys that they want to take other roles i also know that they're very big on um you know having prospects come up and get their initial experience as as relievers instead of making that jump immediately from the minor leagues into the majors as a starting pitcher Mm -hmm. i don't know if that's the right move to make necessarily but um i would have to actually look at some numbers behind the success and you know success rates in regards to guys that did that first before becoming big league starters. I don't know if I would say that the Diamondbacks haven't necessarily had a whole lot of success uh, with that strategy. Um, I mean, I, I'm trying to think of of pitchers the Diamondbacks brought up straight into the bullpen who had success there. Honestly, I really can't think of any in, in recent history, at least. Archie Bradley, obviously, they moved over there, but he didn't start in the bullpen. Right. So Yeah, and I think John Duplantier started as a starter before he sort of i mean he's he's hardly pitched anywhere still at this point in his career so it's it's really hard to it's hard to use him but on on the free agent market it's not really that deep when it comes to relief pitchers the the best reliever available (laughs) is ricella glacius um and he has a 257 era um, last season, that's what he did with the uh, with the Angels, which is really impressive. I mean, his peripherals are great. He's a really good pitcher. Um, but this isn't the kind of season where, you know, even if the Diamondbacks did have all sorts of money they were willing to spend, it's not really a slam dunk year uh, when it comes to relief pitching. So uh, it'll be interesting to see 
where the Diamondbacks go with this. And, and frankly, Derek, I'm expecting more of the same where the Diamondbacks are probably going to do something like what I talked about earlier. They're probably going to find, you know, a few relievers in their mid thirties. Uh, you know, maybe they were big names at some point, not so much anymore, but that's probably the direction the Diamondbacks are going to go and hope they finally, you know, hit on one of these guys and, and actually get maybe even a little bit more than what they're paying for. Well, I hope they steal John Gray away from the Rockies just to knock old Patrick down a peg or two. But, <laughs> uh, you know, the collective bargaining agreement expires on December 2nd. So even though that free agents can sign, it's a question of if they will sign, if clubs and players yeah. are There's going so to sign. There's so much to be figured out right now that I wouldn't expect any moves Man, to be qualifying for... offers, compensation. Uh, <laughs> compensatory picks that was the MLB luxury can, uh, tag yeah really. without <laughs> doubt I I totally covered up for you um uh, obviously competitive balance is a big topic and how they can uh do something to try to you know make it so that teams like the Dodgers can't outspend you know the next closest team by almost a hundred million dollars something's got to yeah. be done about that but Anyway, we'll see what happens. We uh, obviously want to remind you guys to jump over to the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use our code of PHNX and simply for betting uh, $1 on any NFL or NBA team to score points. Just points. That's all we're asking you to score is points. You'll get $100 in free bets instantly. Obviously, you can bet more than that. But at least doing that will get you that $100 in free bets for new users. Uh, And jump over to the uh, gophnx.com. Uh, become a member. We call you member because you're members of the family and uh, become either an annual member, which will get you a free t-shirt from the phnxlocker.com. I have a whole big old order coming in. It's going to be here any day. Uh, And then that's all I'll be wearing all the time. Uh, But you can get yourself a free t-shirt. You can also um, check out what the Coyotes and the Suns might be offering right now. might get in on their offer as well. Might get you a couple of extra t-shirts. One, one, maybe two, maybe three. I don't know. Let's see what they got over there. Uh, but members get new uh, offers all the time. Our latest offer for members is to buy one, get one free for any Phoenix Sun shirt. Again, there's that's like one. four of them now too. There is, and there's some great shirts. I'm getting jealous. Jesse, I know we're out of season. I need some shirts. I need some D-back shirts. I'm going to call my man Arnold and send him more pictures of I guess tattoos or whatever I need to do to get shirts being made. <laughs> yeah, you have but. to get a tattoo in order for us to get a shirt, Derek. I speaking of that, you have I might to get it tattooed before they'll print a shirt. <laughs> I might be getting a matching tattoo with Frank Sanders uh, from the Cardinals uh, oh, PHX Cardinals show. Okay. Uh, right. He he talked a big game, and then I somehow latched onto it and was like, "Oh, I'll get one with you." And then next, now I'm being contacted about getting a tattoo. So what are you? We'll what see are you what getting? happens. Uh, it's 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 an honoring. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury, so it's a K two tattoo. Ooh, so okay. we'll see. Right, we'll see what right. the final design ends up. But definitely check out uh, the crew over at the PHNX uh, Cardinals. Obviously, check us out. Follow us on Twitter. I'm at Cap underscore Caveman with a K. Jesse is at Jesse N Friedman. Our show is at PHNX underscore Dbacks. But of course, all roads lead to PHNX underscore Sports. That is on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Also, uh, if you're following us right now, listening to us on your favorite audio podcast app, uh, drop us a five-star review, subscribe there, and also jump over to YouTube and subscribe uh, to our video podcast. Uh, we have hot, fresh bait content every day from all the different Arizona sports, and hopefully, if you're an Arizona sports fan, you will enjoy all of that. You can sign up for notifications and get notified whenever new content drops. 
Uh, we thank you guys again so much for checking out the show. Uh, go out, get yourself uh, out to an Arizona Fall League game. There's less than two weeks left. You got like 10 yeah. days. Yeah. Enjoy yourself. It's beautiful weather. Play hooky from work. Live your best life. Go watch the AFL. The, the food is cheap. Uh, they got merch. It's great. You'll have yourself a great time. On behalf of Jesse and myself, we thank you guys so much for checking out the podcast. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when you bet on it.